Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Bazaar. And I'm here joined by Jade from Catapult. Welcome, Jade. How are you? Hello, Jason. I'm glad to be here. Good, good. So, Jade, for our listeners and viewers, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, hello, I'm Jade. I'm the founder of Catapult, uh, a startup in EdTech. So, we uh, do workshops and kits based on STEAM. And STEAM means science, engineering, no, sorry, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. And today we are at the Christmas Bazaar promoting our new kit called Squishy Circuits uh, where children between 4 and 10 can learn uh, about circuits and electricity with Play-Doh and slime. Great, yeah, I've seen a couple of kids already enjoying it. looks like they're having a good time. Um, and so why do you think it's important for, for them to learn more about, you know, like you say, science, technology? Uh, why do you think it's so important at a young age to get them involved in this? Uh, really, it's to shape the way that they think and to be able to get a critical mindset and be uh, problem solvers and at the same time be empowered with, uh, solu- be empowered with skills to, be, to prepare them for the future careers which will be revolved around technology. And with this kit really we want to prepare them to go into um, much complicated stuff later on like robotics where they will have a better sense of what circuits are right from a young age and they are not intimidated by it later on. Great, yeah, and I can tell, you know, from myself as an entrepreneur and and you as well, problem solving is one of those key skills that it doesn't matter what industry you're in or or what profession you take, having that ability to problem solve is so key in in moving forward, yeah. Great, so do you want to tell us a bit more about your startup and your journey so far? I I know you started roughly around two years ago, so how's the journey been? Uh, It's been really interesting actually, it's been like a learning curve right from the start. I've learned so much through this journey, it's been about two years now. Uh, I think I've progressed from someone who didn't really know how to address a business from someone now who has a good sense of what I want to do within the next five years. And uh, should I tell you more about what I've learned? I think, no, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, there, there's so much. I feel like, you know, as an entrepreneur, you learn every day and, and, and you keep learning. It's never stopped. So, I mean, we could, we could maybe have like three hours of learning. But um, what, what, what we find is quite interesting is we almost learn more from our failures than our successes. So maybe if you want to share one of the failures you've learned from within uh, your business journey uh, to help some of the entrepreneurs out there. Um, so I've recently had... Um, this experience and I think it's uh, good to share with others who are also on this path Uh, so I was desperately in need of someone to help me uh, in the business and I hired someone without going through a hiring process and I thought you know this person seems great Uh, this person seems like they can do the job so I just hired this person and uh, I think it's very emotional and very costly to do that Uh, because at the end of the day I had to let this person go and it has been tough you know just the the process of it and what I would say is don't do that go through like a a rigorous hiring process to really establish whether this person can actually do the job and put in place tests and assessment to know whether uh, this person is fit for the job yeah that's so true having that structure behind it and, and getting that you know those gates that they go through in order to get the job yeah so I mean it's, it's all like you say it's a continuous learning and we're always learning so this is something that you know it's really good to share with with our audience there who who need to understand that even though you are, are the owner you you make all the decision 
some of those structural aspects are so important to include when you're when you're looking at business. But I know that um, you, you've uh, done a lot of success recently, and it's been uh, it's been going very well for you at, at Catapult. But how have you dealt with the COVID crisis? Because you know, with schools locked down, I, I know with your kids that you were very present at after-school clubs and things. How has that affected you? So we've I've learned to like pivot really quickly. Like I think like every other business in. Uh, every other business that exists and what we did during lockdown is we had our courses online and we quickly migrated to an online platform where we uh, proposed a blended learning style where children could watch videos and do a bit of self-paced learning but then we would check in every, with them on live video calls every now and then uh, we also sold our kit uh, through an e-commerce that uh, people could get it at home and deliver it to them and this is basically how we've dealt with that and it was a tough transition for our customers because the kids are not used to this kind of learning and they are not used to necessarily the platform or the interface or the devices. And, but we did the best we could and really um, accompanied them through this journey and we were there to help them. Yeah, that's great. And, and for, you know, with myself being in the ad tech space as well and, and some of the viewers who might be out there that, that are not so aware, um, I love that term and I think it's so important, that blended learning. You know, I think that is the new way that we're going to be learning. It's a mix of having digital and online presence and classes as well as some physical aspects, maybe your kits and things. And I think this is definitely a new a new area that's evolved in the, in the edtech space and I think it's something that we will see a lot more in the future especially within schools and, and, and things like that um, and then in terms of that pivot you, you talk about being able to pivot and I think that's essential to to stay alive in this climate and and if you're not able to pivot it can become very difficult did you face any difficulties while you were pivoting was there any you know things in particular that you faced I think when you're uh, trying to pivot, I think it's a process. Uh, the people on your team don't learn to just switch gears like that. Yeah. And it's, uh, but luckily we're a small team, right? So it's easier to uh, gear yeah. the ship and like put it in a different direction, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think it's about preparing uh, everyone. For me personally, I don't, I'm not too attached to an idea or to something. I'm very easy, like for me, to pivot. But when you're working as part of a team, it's essential that you make sure that everyone is on board with the mission. And at the end of the day, it's the mission that counts. And the way that we get there will change over time. Yeah, there's some wide words, and I, and I feel I, I'm slightly different. I, I do get slightly too attached to ideas. But like you say, you know, uh, using that analogy of the ship, you know, we have an advantage as small ships where we are able to turn and, and, and adjust quickly rather than some of the bigger companies that it takes a long time to turn. So we can almost see that as an advantage as a startup in this climate where we're able to adjust quickly. But you make a really important point there, which is you need to get your team on board and, and having your teams buy in is, is really important. Otherwise, they feel like, oh, we just worked on this and now we're moving that. How did you keep your team motivated and, and keep them with your mission and your vision? Uh, I think one of the main things I think is we, when we see the results uh, in the kids and the way that they engage with our workshop is a big, big uh, like indicator of how we're doing and how, I guess, closer we're getting every day little bit by little to our mission, uh, which is to empower the next generation of change makers. And um, just seeing that I think is one very important factor that we can see the end result of our work. And then also... Um, 
frequently checking in on them and seeing whether they are aligned with this and whether they're okay and really creating sorry a collaboration space yeah. where, where everyone can chip in and um, say what they think. Yeah, and feel valued and get their ideas out there. No, that's that's really true, and and uh, and I think you you've done a really good job. I, I know a lot of uh, you're, you're getting traction online now, and with your with your online kits as well as your your virtual uh, boot camps and, and things. So, um, what do you see the future holding for you? Do you do you see doing much more online presence, or will you go back to more of a, a, a physical? I think to me, like we said before, I think to me the future is in blended learning. So we have to accommodate a bit of self-paced learning with um, live learning or like where we check in in physical locations and um, and really blend the two really and still have the platform uh, but have uh, like events, workshops where we do physical things and have the kids where children can really interact and have videos maybe on the screen but also that they can go at their own pace. Yeah, that's true. It, it is a, it's a great substitute and it's a great addition, but it, it has to be in conjunction with the physical as well. So, so that's great. So what does the future hold for Jade and Catapult in the next you know, five years coming? What, do you, what are you hoping to achieve? So right now my focus is on growing our customer base and really scaling what we have right now. And uh, so I'm about to start this journey and really within the next six months I'm really laying out the plan for the next five years and really building the strategy and the plan for it and that's the biggest work I'm doing right now. That's great well that's some important work well thank you so much and just before we leave I was going to ask you what advice would you give to yourself maybe two years ago or any other aspiring entrepreneur what advice would you give to them now in this climate? Uh, for me the biggest thing would be that it's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. And uh, at the beginning, you're full of energy because you've just started this journey and you're so excited. And it's very easy to get burned out and not really pace yourself so that you're in it for the long run. Well, thank you so much. And uh, thank you for our audience for listening. Uh, you've been listening to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa at the Christmas Bazaar. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>